Welcome back to Fully Living with Rex. I'm Rex, and this is the Fully Living Podcast. <coughs> We're living fully. Ish. Oof. Ah. Hey, Rex. Existing. Hey. Welcome back, guys. So, um, so this is a short, um, not a short, uh, uh, under, <laughs> understaffed today, but Zebo's going to carry all the weight. Hmm? A Somali. Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a, a Somali's going to hold us down, man. Um, so, yeah, welcome back. Um, somebody paged the gosh darn <laughs> bejeebers out of us. <laughs> I actually want to read it out loud because it's hilarious. Uh, hold up. I got that was it. actually like a real life page. Page, like, okay, that's exactly what they said. One second. <clears throat> and I said, and I quote. <laughs> What are you niggas? <laughs> Where are you niggas at? Holy, a whole two weeks and counting without an episode? Waste you to Wallahi. Wow. Capitalized W. Capitalized W. And honestly, I take that to heart. Um, but a much needed page, so we've been around for a week. So I guess this this doesn't count as two weeks. It's one week and counting. So It's one week and one day. One week and a day. So I don't know two days because we're going to drop it on Wednesday. So. Actually, yeah. So two days, um, but yeah, we're back. A lot of things happened. Um, this weekend was very hectic. Very, so let me congratulate my guy. Yeah, yeah. A Somali. Yeah, yeah. On his first uh, moderating slash MC gig. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I uh, put the mic near the dap because had to be heard. But yeah, congratulations. How did you like it, man? Thank you, thank you. Um, it was it was a lot easier than I thought. Like at first, because they gave me a script, they said, you know, you have to stick to the script. What was the gig? Huh? What was the gig? Oh. <laughs> <He lost it. laughs> the conference. Oh. I think he's trying to tell the people. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, I'm so dumb. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we had a conference over the weekend, an Islamic conference um, held by the community. Actually, this conference was planned, held out, executed completely by the youth of this neighborhood. So, so a big shout out to everybody. Getting yeah. this one. Um, no, it was a, it was real. It was a real, real good one. It was yeah. very, very good. Alhamdulillah. Um, a lot of effort went into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was a lot of planning. Shout out to the volunteers. Mm, so AKA me and me. I had, I had some pizza. You know, handed out some pizza. Yeah. No, no. G six was a volunteer, registered volunteer from the beginning. So he gets his shout out. <laughs> Rex, Rex gets a double the shout out. Okay. Because hey. he wasn't a volunteer. And he just showed up and said, all right, what do you guys need me to do? Yeah, so, and um, honestly, I don't guy. like to toot my own horn, but um, <laughs> I think I went above and beyond. Um, I did magic at a Islamic conference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I served food, and yeah, I think I did a great job. So, so let's, hold on. Let's, let's go back one step here. <laughs> oh, magic at a Islamic conference? Okay, so um, apparently the kids' room was... Uh, was a big mess, and the kids' room was in the, in the same building. So um, I went upstairs and was like, yo, let me see how many kids are in here. And we walked in, I was like, wait, I can entertain them. And I have this one trick. So this one trick I would do um, kind of <laughs> kind of assisted me in making friends in all the places that I went to. It was like my, it was like my, my I'm part, not going to lie, trick. this trick, like, this trick uh, impressed grown men, grown like. men. So, I was, so so this is what happened i did i did the trick and all the kids were like oh what the hell how do you do the trick oh my god and then as we were leaving one of the guys that didn't know i knew how to do the trick was like yo, yo wow, how, did you, how did you do that it's <laughs> like yo i was amazed completely amazed i taught the kids how to do it and the moral of the story is that magic is not real so that was like the yeah the kids were out here saying 
Wait, isn't magic haram? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I told them I was a magician for 15 years, and they believed me. So it was amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, to be honest, great conference. Never alone. UBK. Shout out to you guys. Boom, boom. Um, another, I guess another announcement is Saturday, um, this podcast, The Fully Living, is going to be doing their first live podcast. Oh, my God. Not all of us, though, sadly. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to make it. Yeah. Damn. But um, yeah, we're gonna be doing that Saturday at I think it's like eleven to five. Mm-hmm. It's a big SSA event. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thanks. So you guys can come. Mm-hmm. Tickets are like ten bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see us do our first live thingy, wow. thingy, come, <laughs> come through. Support. And yeah. So back to your question. Back to questioning. So were you nervous? Because I don't know. Somebody asked me that's gonna go on stage like in a couple of days, and mm-hmm. they wanted to know like, yeah, were you nervous? <laughs> uh, do you know? Do you know someone? I, I don't know. <laughs> friend of friend of a friend. <laughs> uh, to be honest, okay. So when we first started, they gave me a script. They said, "Yo, this is your script. Memorize it. Stick to it. Don't like. Don't even think about using your own words." <laughs> and for the first little bit, I'm like, "Okay, you know what? I'll do it. No problem." So I went over my script. I wrote it down. I had Rex help me out with the questions. I mean, writing it down on the, on the, on my cue cards, and uh, oh, sorry, and G six as well. Sorry about that. It's all good. But um, so when I got on stage, I started talking, like reading off the cue cards, and after I introduced the first speaker, I sat down, and then I get a text. And it's my wife. She goes, "Why are you so stiff?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, Yo, I have to follow the script. So I keep going, I go back up, introduce the next speaker, and then um, H.O., uh, Hassan Usman, who's the general manager of Masjid Abu Huraira, he came up to me, he's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, ease up. So I'm like, you know what? That's the second person to tell me to ease up. Run the script thing, yo. Script went to the trash. I used the script to, I guess... Blueprint? Remember, or not memorize, remember my points, hmm. the things that I have to say. Because there's certain things that you have to say, right? Mm-hmm. So I did that, and then I'm like, you know what? I speak English. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know how to talk. <laughs> Here's the next guest person. Yeah. So I went up, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to just, just do my thing. Hmm. So I did that, and it was a lot more natural. Like, yeah, there was like one or two hiccups here and there, but it's better... I realized afterwards that it's better to have one or two hiccups than to sound like a robot the whole day. So, my advice is don't go there and not pre- like unprepared <laughs> and think you're just going to wing it and everything's going to be okay. That, that, like, that you've got to practice. That was my plan. <laughs> but at the same time... I'm a friend of a friend's plan, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like, don't... Like, be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mashallah, you're a very funny guy. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're entertaining. Okay. You're engaging. Yay. You know what to do. Yes, I'm confident. I'm just you gonna know? go there with no material. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry, not me. Friend or friend. Friend or friend. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, him, him. Oh, yeah. The cast out the bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, and hey, G6, uh, what's up? <laughs> I mean, it was Any a great event. Alhamdulillah. Workout number. <clears throat> What's the workout number? Oh, yeah, today I did I did my 50th one. So anyone okay, that's following. the big 5-0. Big 5-0. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, to be honest. I'm not going to the I see the change. Yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you have a brick. Your chest is sticking out now. Yeah, yeah. All my clothing fit differently now. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't want to share this, but G6 kind of brand pressed me. Like, 
right before we did the episode, he was so mad. He just like, oh, I need to curl. I need to curl something. <laughs> he curled <laughs> me. He curled <laughs> me, man. Damn it. Yeah. Had to get that fiftieth workout. Here. Um, getting back to the conference though. Um, alhamdulillah, it was it was a great experience. I know everybody enjoyed it, benefited from it, and then uh, just shout out to all the volunteers because I see a lot of people working hard, and obviously like. Your name's not going to be on the on the board, as the sheikh was saying at the beginning. He's like, your your, fame, your, your name's not going to be said. Your your name's not going to be on the board. It's not going to be on YouTube or Facebook or any of the social media, anywhere. You know, but Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows what what you did. So you know, just you know, just know your award is Bars. is there. So um, now and yeah, back to working out, man. It was a, it was a long time coming. I know it's a hard pivot, but yeah, it was it was a it was a, it was a long time coming. But um, yeah, uh, alhamdulillah. Two years, bro, here, of watching bro. videos okay, just to get the right mindset, man. It's crazy. But yeah, alhamdulillah, 50th. Uh, really? I have a question for you guys. Um, was it like we're starting off the topic? Are we starting? No. <laughs> oh, is that the question? <laughs> oh, no. It's just a, it's oh, just general a question. question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can just, yeah. just go through it. But anyways, yeah. um, I know we didn't do an episode last week. Mm-hmm. And so the last time we met up like this was about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What are you know, th- we met up last week. A week and two days. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, what's your thoughts on the New Zealand shooting and the aftermath? <sighs> you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so, okay, so I, so I think it happened. So for us, it was a Thursday night Yeah. going into Friday. Mm-hmm. So I slept, like, without knowing anything. I, was, I just went to sleep, normal. I wake up, f- 40 people dead. The, 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 everything I, I got everything at once And they're like Yo I can't believe I've seen the video I'm like video What's gonna talk about And I go on Twitter And I will see the video And then it's I see I watched like Maybe a minute Not even a minute Like 30 seconds of the video And I Like I put my phone down I'm pissed I was, I was Honestly I but I was tearing up And I'm not, I don't know why I'm laughing I have this bad habit Of laughing in serious situations But um, <laughs> But But I I I, I, I was tearing up a bit because it reminded me of a mosque that I used to go to in Kenya, like same floor, everything. And I was like, yo, this is cr- like, this is crazy. The fact that he live streamed it, mm-hmm. the fact that, bro, I, I'm not, do, I don't think any, do you any guys watch that video? Uh, no, I, I watch, I watch part of it. Bro, the guy was literally sh- like seeing a pile of people yeah. and he was just sh- in two corners and in two corners just going boom, 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 boom. And I was like, yo, and this guy's definitely military trained. I was like, I was like, wow, this is crazy. I can't believe yeah. this happened, you know, subhanAllah. Yeah. He, he turned his semi-automatic rifle into fully automatic with a bump stock. And he's laughing. He's saying, oh, whatever, subscribe to people. I was like, yo, what the hell? Like, how sick are you? Do you have to be? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he's I... He's talking like, why is... He's talking, no, right before, he's laughing. He's making jokes. He's getting ready, whatever. Yeah. The whole and drive there, it was, it was live streamed. Yeah. So it was 17 minutes and I was like yo this is crazy there's two videos that I seen mm-hmm. so one so I seen one for 10 seconds I seen the other one one of them somebody in the mosque is recording people are like just bloody screaming mother screaming like they're carrying dead bodies I'm yeah. like yo this is like when you go to when you go somewhere like that like I don't you know I go to the mosque I, I, I feel at peace I feel like yo I'm safe here I'm comfortable you yeah. know content yeah. content I'm like yo like 
I could I could kick it here, Spe- like especially on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Like I like Fridays is like the, it's the day. You the were day. chilling afterwards outside. Yeah, yeah afterwards, yeah. like realistically, that could have happened to any any mosque anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not like it was not like oh that that many people happen to be there at that one day. Like mm-hmm. every mosque, every time, mm-hmm. there's gonna you're gonna see these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then I just like you know I, I made the for the people and mm-hmm. I just I just wanted to see like what would ha- like what what the government would do the aftermath the yeah. aftermath what yeah. the government would do and honestly speaking I'm 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 very happy with how they they they're still dealing with it to this day you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. even though there were some people on Twitter saying oh um, it's because of immigrants whatever certain certain government individuals oh, yeah we're yeah. saying that yeah but all in all the way the prime minister is dealing with it they're being respectful. Amazing job. And amazing. And 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 the continuous thing that keeps breaking, like, just, it just keeps hitting you. It's like you're hearing the stories of the people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I don't know they, if you... They yeah. went from Syria. They live in the war there in Syria to come there for a better come life. A better life. And, yeah, it's like young people, old people, little kids, yeah. you know, and the youngest was like how old? Four years old. Three or four, old, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't say oh why them because you know yeah. adapt yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so it was their time to go and yeah. and you know in the best of state yeah you know what i'm saying Juma, yeah, they're ready to yeah so it's like it's like it, it happened and it was a shock and people are reacting in a certain way and obviously yeah. there's going to be hate on one side and there's going to be um support on the other side yeah. but all in all, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a huge shocker, but yeah. I've been talking for that long. You know, yeah. I was in complete shock. I mean, I, I heard the news in the evening, and then I looked at my phone. I'm like, shooting in mosque, and I think it was like um, it was a Thursday, and my mom my mom already came back from from work, and then I showed her, and then and then she's like, oh what? And then I looked at it again, two two mosques, and then there was suspected there was a third mosque possibly. They even I think they're still investigating that, but. I looked at the video and I looked at like snippets and stuff like that too. And there was a guy literally praying and people were being shot. He's still there in Salah. So, I mean, bro, I, didn't, I was in complete shock. I didn't even know what to think. I was just like, wow. Like, I mean, I wasn't, I was never afraid again to, to walk into UBK, any other masjid to go pray Salah. But I know uh, every single person had a heavy heart. That's, Absolutely. that's, that's a fact. Um, Man, I, the story about that little kid, I, I, I know a couple of details. So um, he used to like love wearing um, the jubba, which, which um, is basically a thobe. So wearing a thobe, right? Um, I think the, the, the bro- one of the brothers said that he memorized Surah Al-Baqarah. He, he loved going to the masjid. Um, man, he's an amazing kid. And all you can say is, you know, Hasbunallah wa na'ma wakil, you know? So, yeah. I have nothing else to say really. Stuff. I think when I first, actually, I was Thursday night and I, I went to sleep early that night. So I woke up like around midnight-ish. And then I remember looking at my phone for a second and then seeing something about a shooting at a masjid in New Zealand. And at first, I was thinking, like, something doesn't add up. Because I thought, in my head, I'm thinking they're ahead maybe a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Something is fetish time. Mm-hmm. A shooting at a masjid. Mm-hmm. Something wow, you know, that's, that's unfortunate, and you know, I remember thinking that's crazy, and I went back to sleep, and then I wake up the next morning, and then I'm seeing it was Jumha, I'm seeing 49 people, and like I'm just the whole shock of like, wait, what the heck do? Like I was confused, mm-hmm. so 
you know, as the news reports came out and people started, like, you know, details started coming out, I think the, what the most, like, not shocking, but the most heart-wrenching thing for me was the photo of, um, was it, I think it was the dad holding his dead son in his arms. Oh. Yeah, that was the same son, yeah. That, that for me, was just gut-wrenching. And, like, you know, you can only imagine what somebody's going through, what somebody's feeling. And for me, I'm thinking if me looking at that, a photo of that from an outsider's perspective makes me feel like that, imagine what he's feeling. Imagine, like, you know, what he must be going through. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was just, like, that was as much grief as I could handle. Mm -hmm. And then I remember, like, thinking, I, I, like, I sat down and I thought about it. And... One thing, I was looking for an emotion. Like, how do I feel? I'm trying to make sense of what, you know, I just witnessed. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I can, I, I don't know what I'm feeling. But the one thing that I do know I'm feeling is that I'm not grieving. And I'm, I'm trying to, like, figure, I'm trying to, like, understand my emotion, what's going on in my head. And I'm trying to, like, figure out why am I not grieving. And I came up with two answers as to why. Mm -hmm. Number one is that I've become numb. Like Thanks. constantly seeing this stuff online, people dying, you know, bombs dropping on people and homes and all of this has made me numb. So my shock is not grief. My shock is whoa, you know, and that's that's as, as far as it goes. It's kind of like a same level, I guess, sympathetic. Yeah, like I'm, I, I sympathize for yeah, them and I feel bad for them. But, but no but, real But I don't emotion. feel it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the second thing was that they're not and I want to and I want to word this properly mm -hmm. they don't need our grief mm -hmm. they're in a position that's better than us you know they died as shuhada in mm -hmm. the masjid you know Jum'ah. Ah, you know so they're not their situation is good for them it's great you know? that's one of the best ways to die you know so that a part of me was like okay I'm I'm almost happy for them like for them and their situation, each in, each individual. It's more for the families. Guys, it's more for the families and the people yeah. who are affected by this yeah. that I feel bad for, you know? Yeah, you guys in the middle, middle of Sunnah Salah. Because as far as I know, it was the beginning yeah. of the, the Jum'ah when the guy came in. Mm -hmm. Had he come in when they're all in full Salah, full congregations already there? Because people were still coming, right? Mm -hmm. It so would have been way worse. So that was another thing. And then I remember I listened to a khutbah by Shama Tassim. Mm -hmm. Master one of my favorite speakers. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he made a khutbah about this and he said, you know, that what that gunman intended was to, you know, hurt Muslims, mm -hmm. to make Islam feel pain, you know? And what he ended up doing was uniting a whole country in support of Muslims. You know, it's true. He tried to ex extinguish the light, the fire of Islam. And it only grew stronger. Hundreds of people converted after that. You know, after because of that event, or like you know, the aftermath of that event. So it's like, you know, we we look at these things from, you know, one angle, and we're looking at it, you know, in in the frame of how we live our life today. It's the, just the most natural angle that we can exactly. see. Exactly. You know? What we just yeah, what we yeah. see in front of us, you know? And as negativity too, because sometimes you think like you getting hurt, you think it's bad for you, but mm -hmm. actually it could be good for you. And I'm pretty exactly. sure that's an ayah too. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, how do you make sense of that? You know, it's, it's difficult because these are, a lot of these things are like, you know, theories and 
general generalities so it's like how do we make sense of that practically and it's that you know we look at these things separately we look at the victims separately and we look at the general situations you know separately for the victims they have been oppressed mm-hmm. you know an injustice has occurred to them right but that's not that imbalance is not going to stay that 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 balance is going to be you know corrected either if not now then on the day of judgment facts so for them their their justice is with Allah mm-hmm. right and then on the grand scheme of things you know that af- nobody knows what's going to happen after an event until it happens right nobody knew hundreds of people were going to convert because of that you know so it's like there was some positive that came out of it so that's i guess that's how i made sense of the whole situation i'm really happy about how the the prime minister she she put together the resources that they have in the country to support the muslims afterwards because mm-hmm. yeah. realistically that. it was in the major it was in the male section mm-hmm. yeah so a lot of sons a lot of fathers a lot of grandfathers yeah that are i'm not saying they're but probably were the supporting their household you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. so that puts a lot of people in in tough positions especially mm-hmm. like the, there was a guy that that had a young that just had a kid yeah and he got killed yeah the rugby guy i forgot his name yeah i know um, what you're talking about so yeah. there's like there's a bunch of stuff and there's a little kid that in the 15 year old that buried both his brother and his father mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was in a wheelchair yeah and it's like those things like for us we can we can move on with our lives you know mm-hmm. like people are already moving on yeah um but for that for that for those families their lives are this is like the worst thing that's the reality to them you know what i mean and these things happen so often yeah, so often and 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 it's like with social media it kind of um you ca- the the more often you the see spotlight. it the more the more like okay that's another, crazy another one another, another one, one you another know one. like another like um the, the mal the the flood yeah. 134 people are dying in mali and all those surrounding yeah, countries yeah so and that and and it's like it's like oh we we just we're just dealing with this and then obviously that's a natural catastrophe mm-hmm. but still nonetheless people lives are are lost you know yeah. and uh, to make sense of like for me like the way i again i can only look at something and and you know analyze it from what i know from my perspective mm-hmm. yeah so from my perspective the way i see this is like if we've seen so many experiences where you know something happened some a natural disaster or some injustice or and it feels like the balance has been tipped to one side mm-hmm. and the world just feels imbalanced then that balance is going to be corrected mm-hmm. one, one way or another one way or another yeah. that balance is going to be corrected and uh, sorry, so, so there is yeah. I'm just going to finish my thought so there is like even though 130 people just got killed in Mali mm-hmm. and even though these floods are happening in Zimbabwe and nobody's talking about it there is there has to be some good that's going to come out of it there's going to be some good that comes out of it you know mm-hmm. and we just have to like put our trust in Allah in that this this there's something good going to happen yeah. that's going to come well, out of this be patient. It's, just, it's just very difficult to do that practically yeah. and and it's like I th- the way that i guess it kind of makes people not take in the, like the, the severity of each situation it's like they put a digit on how many people are dead you know what i mean mm, and then that kind of that kind of looks it just looks like oh a number it's like wow that's crazy it's like oh 15 people died it's like it's not that you like, it's, not it's, like it's not that bad it's only 15 yeah. people and but then, then just keep scrolling it's key yeah, you just keep moving you know and then that kind of also makes you numb because you just see a, a digit you're like mm-hmm. okay you know but then once you start hearing the end like that once like 
I, with the New Zealand thing, once you start hearing the individual stories of each person, it kind of it kind of like makes it you kind of take in the severity of like like what it's more real. You can't just brush yeah. something away. You can't brush it away because it's like this is a person. This could have easily been you or me. Or no, I, I, and a perfect example of that is um, we had the the, the the brother from Islamic Relief that was speaking at the conference. I don't mm -hmm. know if you guys were there at that time. Mm, probably um, running around. Yeah, running yeah. around. <laughs> so basically what he said was, you know, a few. remember how a few years ago, all the people in Myanmar that were, you know, refugees and going to Bangladesh and mm -hmm. they were starving and they were struggling. And, you know, we felt like, yo, what's going on? Like the... The, there's a lot of injustice going on and the skills are imbalanced, you know, and we didn't realize it at the time, but Islamic Relief was there on the ground, like, you know, f boots in the ground, yeah. out there helping people. And what they were doing was, like, when the families, they, the families left everything behind, like, just picked up their kids and just started running on foot, you know, to another country. So they had nothing. They hadn't eaten in weeks or, like, you know, they're eating leaves off of trees. You know, and they're talking about how like women were being gang raped and like all these atrocities that were going on. And when they reached Bangladesh, they were like, it's almost, he said, they, they, they saw their faces. It was almost as if their souls had been ripped out, you know. And then they were handing each family two sacks, one filled with food um, to last them from anywhere from two weeks to a month and another one filled with clothing, you know. And he said like, you could see the people's faces change. Like they went from like looking lifeless to you know, having the biggest smiles on their face. And after they had eaten and showered and changed their clothes, they would come back and start talking to them and they would get to know them and all that. And he said, you could see the, like, the physical change in, in their bodies. So it's like a lot of times we look at these things and we think, you know, what can we do? How can we help? And do you know how much those sacks cost? To last a family almost a month. Probably really cheap. 60 bucks. That's nothing. Yeah, 60 bucks to feed a family for anywhere from two weeks to a month and clothe them. Right? So we, we look at these atrocities and we look at all of these things and we're like, Yo, you know, we feel helpless. Like, what can we do? What do we do? You know. And we were, we were talking about this last week too. Kind of like we kind yeah. of touched on. Yeah. I happened to listen to to the episode just yeah. Like while I was at work and I was like, oh, I don't have a podcast to listen to. <laughs> so I, just to, I was just listening to ours and then I was, we were kind of talking about that too. Like, oh, mm -hmm. how can people help? And we were just talking about being being greedy and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so thing, anytime, yeah. so just you know, for anyone out there who's listening and feels like they want to do something and they don't know where to turn to, Islamic Relief. No. I could, sure I could put the link. I could yeah. put the link under the episode description too. Yeah. For you guys. Like, how quick do we do we burn sixty bucks? Think about it. Spend more than on Timmy's. You see, what I'm saying like I'm, spent that, I think like, I spent that in like a day. Right? <laughs> if you go out to eat, spend like what 15, 20 bucks, thirty bucks, whatever. Yeah. Two days worth, three days worth. Whoa, money? whoa, whoa, whoa! Who's spending thirty bucks on a meal, yo? No, I'm just saying like <laughs> when you go out, I'm saying like <laughs> me. I'm, 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 imagine you hold back your two days of going out for one month. Automatically, you can help one family. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. And the edge that comes along with that. It's even more. Even yeah. greater. Mm -hmm. What I don't. What I do is every. So I go to Adelaide Mosque. Mm -hmm. 
because it's easy to get there and mm-hmm. Adelaide has I don't know if you they have it, the it. debit machine the debit machine yeah that's classic so I just right before I, I leave I just put in like 20 bucks every gym hour or 10 bucks or whatever yeah. whatever whatever my big account can take at the time yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just that's like you my I just yeah. tap it and go and I forget yeah. about it you know that's what I mean that's the one so, time tapping is like yeah. it's a great effortless feel so it's just like if you guys want to do that, you could do that. But that's what I like. That's kind of what I do mm-hmm. every Friday. Mm-hmm. I I do that. You know, I mm-hmm. pay the machine, tap it, and then yeah. cut, and and yeah. then I, and then I forget about it. Consistent deeds are the best. So like doing anything good to try and like help out either your local mission or people like you know around the world. It's always best. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. Well, that was a long time. What, what, what was supposed to be our topic for this week? So um, I was gonna ask a question along the lines of what like what we were just talking about and it was like so in light of the situation and and i I guess you guys know we had a conversation last week about this do you guys think that not just only mosques but like all places of worship need um like security or something something along those lines some kind of protection as a security guard i say no as as, i see this because um i think Every place of worship, irregardless whether it's our faith or any other faith, should be open to the public, uh, should be welcoming. I mean, if you have a person at the door, um, or if you have a person at the door with a weapon, like a gun or something like that, then I don't think it's inviting at all. I mean, it'll kind of make people feel feel that... uh, like not welcome, or not welcome, uncomfortable, uneasy. They're always thinking about their safety rather than focusing on their like having concentration and focus during their prayers, things like that. So, and plus at the same time, it'll 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 make those people who are emboldened, you know what I mean, for for lack of a better term, you know, people who are supremacists, people who think that immigrants or people who are other that are different from them don't belong, people who want to cause harm to people who, who worship in places like mosques, churches, temples, and and synagogues. Like less comfortable, you know. I think I don't know. I'm a little conflicted, you know. On one hand, like this is what they want, you know. They want like these these the people that don't want us to feel comfortable. They, this is what they want, you know. They want us to feel like you know we're not we're not welcome, and they want to push us out. So on one hand. You know, I want to stick the middle finger to them, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and just walk up and eye into the mission. No, on another hand, I've always been like, this is probably going to get me in trouble, but whatever, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I've always been, you know, a proponent of defending yourself. Personal safety. Bomb, bomb. And I'm not talking about carrying a gun. Yeah. But. Sword. (laughs) Hammer. (laughs) Screwdriver. (laughs) But, (laughs) but I will say this though. If you're, if you're at home, let's use that as an example. And you know somebody breaks into your house. You should not let them walk out. I or I.e. You know, murder. Yeah, hundred percent. Like they should leave in a body bag. Or extremely damaged. No, no, a body bag. Like done, done. Yeah, done, done. Hundred percent body bag. To be honest. I I put a hard stop um, on that one. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't I, think body bags. I, though. Um, I, uh, you know what I'm saying? If uh, police are looking for a dead body, um, no. <laughs> no, because okay, the reason why I say that is because you know behavior is learned. Mm. You know, so if somebody feels like they can, you know, come to a place of worship and do something and walk away, 
then you know that's not good so for example let's say i come to you and you know i just punch you in the arm and you don't say nothing you know you not saying anything is giving me permission to do it again yeah so yeah i'm allowing you to yeah like because you didn't say anything i'm like okay i can do that again what you don't confront you uh accept allow yeah yeah it's like what what you don't um yeah what you don't confront you allow to happen again yeah you know so I I'm you know 100% if somebody comes to the, into the mosque trying to do something shouldn't walk out. Not just mosque anywhere anywhere anywhere. You know cuz that that not only stops him but it stops other people who are thinking maybe I should do the same thing. Yeah. Cuz if they know this guy's not going to this guy didn't walk out I'm not going to walk out. I mean I yeah. want to do that. It's just a quick side note. There was a copycat um like occurrence out in California that a guy literally uh, did an arson so he lit up like the outside of a masjid and there were men inside the masjid and this is like a day or two ago or three days and then the guys in the masjid came out put water on the fire and then i, I believe that guy got arrested and he put up a note referencing what's it called the guy in new zealand so yeah there it is um, it's just, it's, he <laughs> yeah. walked and, the and, and uh oh <laughs> body bag True. uh and yeah i think yeah also in like uk somewhere in the uk they're like sledgehammering yeah some stuff too yeah. yeah i think the the the, 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 today. the i think the jum'a the same jum'a the next day yeah people were, yeah. there's like people. there's like there's like two sides to it there's like a, the super outrage and then there's what there's like white people with signs saying <laughs> we'll watch you yeah and there were guys throwing rocks i think in a but then in in, in england there's like a strong um anti-islamic group all right edl edl yeah, yeah. The English like, Defense League. Yeah, and they're like super against, uh, and they kind of they kind of arm themselves and Sending stuff. Sending your body bags. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, there's a show I was watching called um, "Hate Thy Neighbor." Who? I think that's the name of the show. No, I think that was the show I was watching. I'm 85 percent sure. So basically, this light skinned comedian mm-hmm. from he's from the UK would go around to. In it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, he would go to um, the states and he'll visit the KKK. He'll go to like. Uh, um, black Israelites and be like, and they'll be like, oh, if you sleep with a white woman, you're a devil or something like that. Like that. Oh, because he's light skin. <laughs> no, yeah, no. He said, he said, um, he said, your father's a devil or something like that because his mom's white. And then, <laughs> so they think the white man's a devil. So he's going to every like extreme side. Getting at them. Very interesting. So he went to them, and he's literally walking around with one of the one of the guys. He's like the a captain or something mm. of Top certain area. Yeah. So he was putting um, signs like written in kind of arabic calligraphy but it's in english and saying oh don't let them pray some some anti-muslim stuff yeah, rhetoric yeah and then and then and then that's kind of where i learned i learned that i forgot where i was going with this but yeah <laughs> I, but my point is there's a strong um sentiment of of hate, of hate in in that area against yeah. any people of, of faith because i think most of those people look if we look at it like in, in its purest form they can't say they're christians they're not. They're not. No, they're saying, the thing is, they're saying they're Christians, and they're saying that they're doing it to protect their country. But th- that's that's not even like actual pure Christianity, because you have to respect yeah, your neighbor. They know that. Everyone, yeah, and I'm, I'm just that. I'm just saying just I'll just disclaimer, but yeah. So. You know, you know. Um, the, I look at it like this: they're bullies. Hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. And a bully will never fight or pick on somebody that's going to defend themselves. Um, or or can't even defend themselves. No, even okay. I remember one time, um, I was like grade four, I think, and then there was a kid in grade six that used like would bother me, and you know, not like bully me, but he just bothered me. 
And then I remember one day I told my brother, like, Miguel, there's this kid that's bothering me. He's like, what did you do? What did you do about it? I'm like, nothing. He's like, good for you. You know? Sure. He's like, you didn't do nothing about it? It's your fault. So I'm like, well, what should I do? He's like, next time he looks at you funny, just punch him in the nose. Okay. Like, well, he's bigger than me. He's going to beat me up. He's like, yeah, he will beat you up. But he'll never, he'll never look at you again, though. <laughs> so what did you do? So I went, I went to school the next day. It was recess. I still remember. It was winter. I was in grade four. I think it was like January. Yeah, yeah. So we go outside, and I'm playing, I'm playing like, I, think, I can't remember if I was playing basketball or whatever, but Snowball this play? guy comes, and he takes the ball. <sighs> After he's, just, he's just joking around. Well, he thought he was just joking around. Me, I'm like, this guy's bullying me, you know? <laughs> 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 Which is basically what bullying is. Yeah, right? essentially. So yeah. I remember my, my, what my brother said. So I'm like, yo, give him back the ball. He's like, come get it for me. So I'm like, all right. I walked up to him. I just gave him one in the nose. <laughs> and then I just punched him right in the face. And then he kind of like grabbed me in a headlock, threw me on the ground, started like kicking me a little bit. <laughs> and, then, and then like um, a teacher came and like stopped us, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, there's somebody between us. So I got him started wilding out. <laughs> <laughs> so I got him started wilding out. I told him, I'm going to kill you. Just going crazy, you know? That was the last time he ever looked at me. Wow. I, 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 for sharing shout a building story, yeah, shout, shout out, out to the bro. Yeah, shout you out to the bro. Um, this was when I was in BC. I was much younger. I think I was in like grade two, and the guy was eleven. I think it was a huge difference. Yeah. And then I think I was at the. I used to talk a lot when I was when I was, <laughs> when, I was when I was younger. I used to talk a lot and I used to fight a lot. Oh, okay. And then as I got a little older, I was I didn't really fight. I was more of like a, ah. <laughs> I was a crier, and then and then and then I started fighting a little more. So so when I was younger, I was I was fighting, I was fighting, and then I think the guy was holding my neck or something when I was a kid, and then I like I kicked him in the balls, nice, <laughs> nice. and then my pops came, and then he just took me, and that was like the end of that. Did I you ever know. see the guy again? No, kid? no. But they cr- actually have another bullying story. This is crazy. So I went to a school for Aboriginals <laughs> in Edmonton. Are uh, you worldwide? Oh uh, yeah, what? Oh, I, I didn't. Sh- I don't think I shared the whole my whole little nah, nah, world nah. map story, but I'm not gonna do that now. So basically, I was in this school in Edmonton, and there was three Somali kids. And guess the who whole tried, school? In the whole school, and guess who tried to fight me? Somali kids. The other two Somali kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was the dumbest thing I ever seen in my life. But they both basically ganged up on me, right? And they grabbed me, pushed me to the ground. No, you know, you, sorry, just to cut you off for a second. You know, what you do when two people are jumping you. No. Just go for one. Yeah, yeah, but I was, yeah. but I'm zooked and I had a temper. So, <laughs> so, you're so I was on the floor and I and I tried to kick both of them in their face from the floor, <laughs> and then they're like, "Yo, what's wrong? This guy's zooked," <laughs> and they just left me alone. Yeah, really? and I left I left the school after that. But, <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, if people think you're zooked and you're yeah, not, you, know, you, you gotta you just gotta act crazy. I think there was <laughs> a stand up joke where the guy. <laughs> most people know yo, if you you can't fight crazy with strength, you just gotta yeah, leave. <laughs> yeah, you can't. So, but, but yeah, going back to um, what we were saying. Oh, so I didn't. Really, I didn't give my take on on on, on uh, the question. Um, I I'm kind of torn between what G six said and what um, Zebo said, or uh, Somali said, and it's like you don't want that to happen again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And but you don't want people to to feel like um I like feel weaponized. 
or feel like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have like Our like need. we were talking I, I think we talked about this one of the first episodes we talked about with guns and whatever mm-hmm. and it's like if i have a gun and i've at, and I've you're gonna people, you're gonna do something yeah, that you're, you're gonna, gonna yeah you're gonna f- like you're just gonna feel that, like like an itch power and it's kind of thing you know what i'm saying you feel more powerful so the second you, like remember that story you told about the guy that came to the mosque yeah like mm-hmm. imagine, imagine that imagine that's the day everybody's like you know what yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm getting strapped f this okay so let me let me give yeah. context to to the people that are listening so we were talking about this last week mm-hmm. so the day like literally that's that saturday after the the christchurch shooting um we were at the mosque and um there was a class going on so there's a whole bunch of people that are there it's like prime time saturday after Maghrib, you know like around like 9 p.m or something like that. Like, 7 30 8 o'clock so we're all just chilling and remember, mind you this is the day after the Christchurch shooting so in walks this white guy who's not from the neighborhood i've never seen him before and he has like he has a, a big coat and a big backpack okay so of course everybody just like kind of like looks sideways a little bit peril yeah and everyone's everyone's paranoid so he just walks in, he goes to the back, he's just walking towards like the, the, the wudu room. And the thing is, he's going towards the bathrooms, but he didn't take his jacket off and he didn't take his bag off. So automatically in my head, like red so flags. Red flag, yeah. So me being the crazy person that I am, I got up and I just started walking towards the back, you know, where he was at. And then, um, so I go into the wudu room and I, I, I waited a little bit. So I go into the room and I see like he took his jacket off and he took his bag off. And like he's just folding up his sleeves. So I go and I pretend like I'm making wudu. So I I look towards him, I say, Salaam alaikum. And he looks at me, he says, Walaikum salam. And he says, I'm just making wudu. I'm like, alright, he's good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made sure everything was okay and I just left. Yeah. But nobody else was there when I did this. Because mm-hmm. I was just, just me and him by ourselves in the in the room. Mm-hmm. So I go back and then again he I think the mistake that he made was he didn't take off his jacket or his bag. Mm-hmm. So he comes back with his jacket and bag. Mm-hmm. He comes to the front of the masjid, mm-hmm. to the front of the mosque, and he sits down. And he's just like taking in the class. And then the thing is, though, he still has a jacket and bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He puts it down like right next to him. Mm-hmm. So now everyone is just like On super toes. paranoid. Yeah. And eventually what happened was like they called the police. Huh? Yeah, yo. Nah, Somebody called the cops. <laughs> cops came in, like, you know, they just they came in, they took him outside, like not for everybody. They just took him out to the side or outside the doors, and like they just looked at his bag, and he was all he was all good, and everything was okay after that, you know. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, back to so, what you were saying. So, back to my point. Let's say, um, the mosque got two AR AR fifteens that day, just just to just to be like, yo, we ain't having this again. Exactly. You don't think someone's coming in like, yeah, yeah, let me see what's in that bag, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like... You can't trust people you can't. to be it, yeah. and then it's like, rational. And then it it, 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 it kind of takes away from, from, from what the religion says, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, so so you, can't, you, can't really, you can't really do that. And then that guy is automatically, or any white guy that looks yeah, remotely so he's, suspicious. He's probably thinking, but like, at the same time, like, he knows what just happened. So it's like, he, he wasn't like too like... Cheesed He's about it. He yeah. just said, "Yeah, whatever." You look at my bag, and then just does he know? Done. Did he say he knew? He didn't say he knew, but like you can tell. Like he didn't ask what's going on. Why are you looking at my bag? You know, 
He just oh. said, yeah, sure, whatever, look. And then he just came back inside. Mm. Actually, so. he, he didn't come back inside. He left. Yeah, so it's like, it's like you don't want to do that. You don't yeah. want to drive people away. You don't want to alienate people. Yeah, you don't want to alienate people because that's like, it's not for always welcome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's 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 bittersweet. It's uh, not bittersweet. It's a double-edged sword. It's like protection, but you know what I'm saying? It's going to hurt some people. To, and and I think ultimately, if I'm going to, if I had to pick a decision, I would just say keep it free. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you can't stop. You can't stop something from happening if it's supposed to happen. Yeah. So if someone's gonna come into the mosque and start shooting, that's the day that's supposed that's to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, so, and plus, if like twenty people run at him, mm-hmm. probably only get ten of them. Nah, yo, I was thinking about that, and I seen people saying, "Yo, I swear I got away." See, the thing is, though, like, I wish I was at the mosque. That guy's not leaving alive. <laughs> take, take this in. Take this in. That guy in New Zealand changed his gun from a semi-automatic to a fully automatic. So you can you can mow down twenty people running at you, bro. Did she, did bro, the first guy opened the door for him, said "Salam, brother." He shot him, boom. Dead. And the one guy wasn't dead; he was still alive, and he went boom. Like literally, um, it took it takes a mill it took a millisecond for that guy to die. Mm. So twenty people running at him is just, it's like a it's like free. Yeah, it's nothing. So you know you could you could always imagine and think oh you know because everybody every guy every guy thinks they they're the strongest that guy, guy. Yeah. multiple people tried that that day and one you know guy funny, actually you know won though funny? one guy actually he the guy that threw the the guy who threw the the empty pistol who actually tried okay so basically he had a debit machine in his hand and he tried to run after the guy and the guy emptied his pistol like the the, the bullets in it and he dropped it on the ground the brother muslim brother he picked up the gun thinking there's bullets in it he tried to shoot at him with it he didn't hit him obviously because it's empty. So he ran after him. The guy ran to his car, threw the the, the pistol, the pistol no, no. at the at the what's it called the uh, the windshield. He threw the machine or the pistol. I think he threw the. Okay. He threw something. He threw something. He busted up the windshield. The guy drove away. Because the guy he thought like somebody shot at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he thought it was a bullet that came through the windshield, and that's why he didn't come back when keep shooting. And then the guy he he left, and then, alhamdulillah, that guy's alive. Yeah. Shout so, out to him, man. So it's Good like, time. you know, another another thing is. I've seen a lot of guys freeze up in situations, you know? Exactly. Everyone says, yo, I'm that guy. I'm, I'm going to do it. it. And I'm riding. Like, I'm, ta- I'm talking a lot. Like, I've seen a lot of guys in that situation freeze up. Like, I remember I remember one thing that we used to do back in the day. Uh, during Taraweh, we'd all go to Duke of York and play ball across the street, yeah. right? Mm. So while we're playing ball, every every time somebody comes, every somebody new joins, the people that were already there, <laughs> what we do is like, they'd be like, Oh shit! Somebody's coming. <laughs> and everybody will start running, you know, because that person who just got there, they don't know what's going on. I don't know what the hell is happening. Because you know so, hood politics. That's by yeah. the way. Yeah, and obviously you know the hood rules. If everybody's running, you run. You, you don't run ask too. questions. Yeah, you know? cool. they do it to me too. But yeah, yeah. So a lot of guys would just like they see everybody and they just like they freeze up like what's going on? What's happening? You know? Yeah. I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of like I like looking at the face of danger. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> joke stuff, but um, yeah, I think that is gonna be. Do you guys have any last words before we go? Just um, keep your head up. Whether whether you're Muslim, whether you're not Muslim, doesn't matter what faith you are. Just in general, um, keep your head up. And it was a um, traumatic experience. Yeah, uh, and I mean, feel free to talk to anybody about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a sad situation, but you just just pray for them. Make dua. I mean. That's one thing that you can definitely do. And um, if there are any causes or anything that you can do financially or with your time that you can support your community, whether it's, you know, pertaining to this type of uh, nature, like like the attack and supporting Muslims that are 
dealing with with any I guess disasters, mental health issues yeah. or, or 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 disasters. I mean, you just put your efforts in there, and then you know make dua and stuff like that. Um, my last words are. You know, this this attack could have happened anywhere. You know, could have happened everywhere, right? But it was an isolated incident. You know, yes, these things are happening more often, but in the grand scheme of things, these are isolated incidents. And this is not something where, like, you have to now think, yo, is, is the mosque safe? Can I go to the mosque, you know? Because this is what they want, you know? So I'd say just, you know, keep living your life. Do you. Put your faith in God. Yeah. And, you know, whatever whatever happens, happens. Because at the end of the day, your death date is written same time as your birthday. Sometimes on the same day. That's crazy. And by the way, they actually opened up that mosque again. And people pray a lot. Yeah. Or this they already opened it. I yeah. forget the day. No, I said this is going to be the first Friday that they do Jamaa ever since that happened. I think that's what they were saying. Possibly, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah, but uh, at any rate, yeah, they're going back to doing their thing, and um, you know, inshallah, we we keep doing our thing. Um, yeah, that's really what uh, it is. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, I, I guess my last words would be along the lines of what um, my friends here said. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Make dua for the people. Um, and yeah, just. You're you never you never know when your day is gonna come, so walk around like every day is your last. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's actually a Arab, Arab Arab saying, I think Zibo knows it or sorry, a Somali knows it. And they said it actually at the conference. Um live every day as if you're gonna leave forever live forever. But um you know what I mean? Uh and pray every prayer as if it's your last. Exactly. Pray every prayer as if it's your last and you know? Nothing's guaranteed, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll leave on that note. Right, yeah. See you guys, I guess, again this yeah. week. Pod. If you have any suggestions for, for pods and things you want us to talk about, uh, link us in our Curious Cat or email. And if you are coming to the event on Saturday, uh, yeah, just if you want to say hi, you can say hi. If you want to look from a distance, <laughs> you can do that as well. That's 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 usually the, that's the, usually the, the way we like it. Right, no, that's usually <laughs> the way kidding. I would do it. I'm joking. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, so see you guys next week. Peace. Or this week, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend. Bye.